female entrepreneurs turned besties share on life, business, and the journey through the mess. Join their community with every new episode for connection, education, a few laughs, and the hype energy like a bathroom full of drunk girls at a bar. It's okay. We're your friends now! (laughs) Hey guys, it's Ashley. Hey, it's Katie. And Biz. And today we are talking about waddling. Waddle, baby, waddle, baby. (laughs) All I can think of because of like Mardi Gras season and I have wobbled myself Mm -hmm. like crazy last weekend. So much so that I'm hoarse. Um, So yeah, but but that's, that's it. That's what we're talking about today is waddling. You guys, you guys waddling? How do you feel? What, what did well, you waddle through fun this past week? Let's start there, Ashley. Where did you start? Where did you waddle through? Uh, I waddle through everything. <laughs> I'm just waddling my way around. Honestly, my latest waddling journey has been going back into running more. I used to run a lot of 5Ks and 10Ks and do all the fun like Sparta races and everything. Um, and then I had my second child and it was like something didn't go back into alignment because my knee would just hurt like crazy, like oh, to where no. I couldn't walk. And I tried a bunch of physical therapists. None of them could really figure it out. I lost the baby weight. It still didn't fix it. And so eventually I was like, you know, I'm just going to try weightlifting. Like, you know, that'll be something to keep me healthy and whatever. I got really into weightlifting. I love weights and I do miss running. So finally I was like, you know, he's eight. Maybe I can figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> it's been eight years. Maybe whatever it was went back into place. And it's still, my knee still struggles on some days. So we have to listen to my body. But for the first time in literally nine years, I ran three miles straight. Wow. And, <laughs> and it was outside or inside? Inside. Yeah. It's too, yeah. Clear, too slippery oh. for that nonsense. But yeah, so I've been waddling through figuring that back out and how to run again and, you know, having to deal with the fact that I'm nowhere near as fast as I used to be. And that sucks sometimes. But just celebrating that little win feels pretty That's good. So that cool. is awesome. That is a fun thing. I also imagined you like waddling very quickly on a treadmill. <laughs> I waddled out of the gym <laughs> hardcore. Oh, my legs were so tired. And I'm like waddling out. And my husband looks at me and goes, Did you hurt yourself? I'm like, no. <laughs> Just tired. Yeah. What about you, Katie? I know you you've been sick too, but, but what anything yeah, fun happened during that? I don't know that I waddled through anything fun. I've been like <laughs> I got a buffet of illness. Um, I was I was just I was just telling somebody this was a first for me. And for somebody who's been to the doctor a lot, I didn't know that that was possible. That like they legit listed off four things that I had, and then they were like, "And you probably also have strep." Um, but like it wouldn't change the course of how we treat anything. And so we're just not going to put you through tests. Like you've had enough. And I was <laughs> like, "Okay, okay, thanks." <laughs> Uh, (laughs) so uh so yeah I mean I've basically been plagued for the past week although uh updates in my life is that um I I think we're at the point where I can like call it official that I'm becoming a Swifty oh Um, too man yeah 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 it's kind of it's kind of I feel like it's kind of been coming like you know, I've seen all the stuff with her heiress tour and I'm like, that's so cool. I love to see her just like, it looks like she's having the time of her life. Honestly, like every time she's on stage, it just looks so fun. And she's a brilliant businesswoman. And then like everybody getting mad over the stuff with her at the football games kind of just made it even more so. Cause I was like, oh, they're 
they're cute and like that's really it's wholesome and sweet and like watching her at the Grammys and like watching her win was really impressive and historic and watching her like cheer for all the other performers yeah. as they were her doing that I was like speech was great too yeah yeah but like watching her standing up like cheering for everyone I was like I think I'm there I think yeah. I think I'm a Swifty now so our friend Elizabeth Gassos um, said that she will teach me how she is like a certified Swifty so I'm I'm currently going through lessons I did uh, listen to her first album. Um, I did also start to crochet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go. Katie, after saying she did nothing new this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really loved her acceptance speech, Katie. I thought we were like, you're going to start quoting it the way you were talking, but how she was like, I'm happy. Like every, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And how much she enjoys everything that she does. Also, talk about the Grammys. Miley Cyrus's acceptance speech was oh like gosh. so weird. So no, weird. it was well. Okay, I'm really happy for her too, though. And like, I am. Her, I, she did I look was pretty. flabbergasted that this was yes. her first one. I yeah. was like, "There's no way." Yeah, this was and her, her first one. Yeah, I got very, very emotional when she was performing afterwards and like squealed into the microphone. I just won my first Grammy. Yeah, like, I was like, "This is like, I love that." such true like, happiness yeah i don't oh. know how old she is in my mind she's quite a bit younger than me um so it kind of like she kind of makes me feel like little sister type of status so for on that end like when she's screaming that she just won her first grammy it's like you can feel that excitement and feel i feel like waiting for this tab to look that up yeah. <laughs> but did she's you 31. i don't know you noticed I, was I think she's like in her 30s she's not that much younger than us yeah she yeah but you're she's right. So that is probably a little sister. I just, I don't yeah. have any concept. Of, well, yeah. yeah. Her acceptance speech too, because I learned recently that she stopped talking to her father mm -hmm. and I yeah. learned the lore behind all of that. And it was really heartbreaking. Um, and then in her acceptance speech, she didn't thank him, which makes sense based on the terms of their relationship. But it just, I don't know, it really humanizes people that are having these big, huge achievements to think like, they're waddling through stuff too. Yeah, mm. I think, and I think that that's why her speech seemed weird a little bit, maybe to you, Biz, because like she listed off people, and then she made a point of saying, "I don't think I forgot anyone." To be like, it wasn't un like, yeah, it was intentional I that you. I didn't thank my dad. Yep. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> thanks for that perspective shift. I knew. <laughs> I knew none of that back there, which is like. Wow, that's such a point, right? Like people do and don't know if you're waddling. It doesn't matter if anybody else. And like, I guess it kind of does, right? Because like that whole perspective is different whenever you know. So is that, is that, I guess that burden would be on me though, right? To be, to be mindful of anybody's situation, but, or no, to be more... Yeah. It's too, it's too much to expect to be mindful of everyone's, but it goes back to like, always having the mindset of you don't know someone's story, you don't know what they're going through. And if you're needing to make a judgment call on someone, like if you're trying to decide if someone's a good person to like invest in a business with, obviously then it's on you to do your research. Um, and But I think more so it's about being open-minded. Like yeah. everybody really loves to hate on Taylor Swift, which is honestly the reason I love her the most. It's because yeah. of how much she endures for people make up the wildest reasons. 
<laughs> but, you know, I saw something today where people were calling her, you know, this victim. She's just like an endless victim. And I don't think a lot of people know they should. But um, it happened in Denver. A DJ sexually assaulted her and yeah. he sued her because she got him fired for like he was suing her for like 20 million or something. I don't, some ridiculous sum. And yeah. she countersued for one dollar. Yep. And then one. Yep. And yep. like the strength it takes, she had the money to pay him. She could have just settled, made it quiet, made it go away, like not dealt with the obvious wow. headlines about her. Because of course, when you have headlines about that kind of stuff, people draw whatever conclusions and assumptions they want. And yeah. like that is an intense trauma to go through to have that kind of stuff in court. And yeah. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, wow. I know, Tony, man, I feel like if we wouldn't have just met Diana, it'd be like so hard for me to like conceptualize like someone like that level of celebrity into like just a human. But just you're right. Human. Just a human. Just a human with the same, what is it? You're supposed to have 16 hours in a day or something. Um, wild. So yeah, what is it like? Okay, so waddling. What do you think? I, I don't know. I, I don't know what waddling feels like to them. Right. But I imagine that we know that they waddle. And so like, what does waddling feel like to you, Katie? Yeah. Um, wow. Good question. So for me, like I am, I like action, right? Like I like to know what I'm doing, know the steps. I like to take the steps. I like to be moving forward. Um, waddling gets like it's like this heavy feeling in my chest or like the sinking feeling in my stomach when I feel this spiral starting of like I'm not moving forward or I'm not sure what to do and like I'm just kind of in a circle you know and like I can think myself to death over things and I'm it's not the like decisive progressive thought process it's just very usually damaging but just thinking like spinning in circles. Yeah. Hmm. So like, do you see waddling as like a necessary part of your process center? Is it something that like you try to avoid? Well, <laughs> probably like a little bit of both. Um, I think sometimes it's necessary because it forces me to like think of things differently or ask myself what I need to see differently or call somebody like Kyle Evans is one of my first calls usually with like, Hey, I need you to, here's my thoughts. I need you to call out the wrong one, or I need you to call out, like call out where I need to shift my thinking. I'm not like, I don't need the answer. I need you to like, mm -hmm. tell me where the perspective shift needs to be. Um, so sometimes I think it's necessary because it forces me to look at things differently. Uh, if I can, if I don't usually get stuck like between decisions, it's usually when I feel like I don't see a decision or an action step. So like instead of waddling between decisions, usually now, and this was a learned thing, but usually now I'll just like make a decision, move on. If it was the wrong one, then I'll go back, <laughs> you know, so I avoid it <laughs> if I can, but for sure, sometimes necessary, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I use the term waddling a lot and it doesn't silly have like negative or positive connotation. It's like a, it's like Diana's like state of becoming like being like I am yeah. waddling. 
And, and sometimes it's more positive. Sometimes it's more negative. Um, but, but definitely always there. And I guess maybe, I don't know, like I, I, cause I do feel a little bit like a sluggish waddle right now with where I'm at, but I think it's just because I'm in a, just a discomforting, a dis, an uncomfortable stage of the process because <laughs> yeah. I'm trying something new. Um, yeah with stuff. What about you, Ashley? Do you, do you, do you see it as positive and negative? Do you feel like you just like waddle in general or? Yeah. I mean, I don't see waddling as a positive or a negative. I think you can waddle through something positive because, uh, you know, you're still trying to figure out the correct next move. Like I love the frozen two, the next right thing, you know, <laughs> you just got to do the next right thing. So yeah. even if something is positive, like you just had a wedding to the love of your life to me you're still waddling because you're both trying to figure out how to move into that next phase of your relationship and keep it moving forward healthy and you know all those things but to me when i think about like i'm waddling through something i really have a heavy imagery of me walking through like a muddy swamp with lots of tree coverage so i can't see very far in front of me and i can't move very quickly and so it's literally just kind of plugging along one small step at a time. Sometimes I might realize I've passed that tree before. Um, yeah. Sometimes I might realize we're going to the wrong direction and we got to turn around and sludge back. And so like, that's literally what comes to mind when I think about like, you're waddling through something. It's like trudging through. Yeah. Yeah. Do you embrace the waddling like you do scary things? Or do you, or have you ever thought about that? Yeah, I definitely embrace the waddling. I had a big perspective shift like four years ago, maybe on this. And it was mostly around the idea of like making decisions because I felt like I was always running from like this place in my life to the next place. And like, I'm going to make this big career advancement and then I'm going to pivot and do this big. And I like, I felt like I was running into walls all the time and I was exhausted so I read this book called Thinking in Bets, and it's written by this woman who was one of the first women to win like poker tournaments. And um, she's amazing. And so it wasn't like really specific to any industry. It was more about using some of the thought strategies that poker players use when they're making decisions while playing at the table. So it was really interesting because it was really just about learning how to understand what information you have learning to figure out what information you might be missing and then deciding what step to take based on your knowledge and your knowledge gap and having to kind of say like, there's a risk always, <laughs> no matter how sure of a thing it seems like you, you got in your hand. And so I read that book right as I was coming up on another career shift and I was like, okay, well, I guess what I'll have to do is look at that knowledge gap. What am I, what information am I missing? Which basically turned into the idea of asking myself, what's the worst thing that would happen? Um, which mm. works for the most part. Sometimes, sometimes it goes off the deep end. <laughs> I, <laughs> sometimes I catastrophize things. Uh, but yeah, and so like, that's, that's kind of like, what's the worst thing that could happen to get yourself off the ledge of like doing something, right? Yeah. Like with it, or is that something that you think of like while you're all, see like me right now, like 
Like what I feel like I'm waddling through is this like swing between confidence in what I'm doing. And then like, are you sure this is a good idea? And then <laughs> like, we're going to fail and figure it out. That's what we're going to do. Get excited about it. And I'm like, okay, but like, I still really, you know, don't want to fail. <laughs> and so, um, and so I've been roping people in um, and it's kind of, I think it's it's really a testament to my friends and the the mentors that I have in my life that answer when I call yeah. <laughs> to ask that. I'm like, hey, is this a good idea? And then, you know, people tell you yes. And then the really good friends are the ones that follow up and are like, oh, okay, so did you do this really good idea that we talked about? Or like, did you just want me to tell you, yeah, Biz, that's a good idea? And, <laughs> you know, I'm like, no, I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing it, doing it. And now I have hired and surrounded myself with all of these people <laughs> to make sure that I do things. And, um, it's, it's, scary. It's, it's hard. It's scary. Yeah. It's really scary to do, to do things that, that feel different. And, and I, I feel like I'm, you know, I keep kind of telling myself that it's not like I'm doing dramatically different things. It's just these little shifts that sometimes can feel really overwhelming. Um, and those are like the bumper guards, I guess, that I have up in my life are like the people that I kind of bounce things, bounce things off of you two ladies, you know, honestly, first and foremost, <laughs> thank God for, for our accountability. Um, but other people yeah. in my life too, I know you, we've, we've talked about that some, right? Like our board of directors. Do y'all think you use your board of directors like this? Or do you have other people that you go to specifically? Constantly. Yeah. <laughs> my board. Yeah. Yeah. That's just something that you reference back. Yeah. I mean, they're like, if I can't go to them with my decisions or waddling through things, like they probably shouldn't have that spot. Touche. Yeah. yeah. I would say so I'm different on that one and that I don't really talk through things. Like I joke with people all the time. Like don't try to keep up with what I'm doing. Cause I can't keep up. With what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. So like, how do you know, Ashley, how do you know you're waddling in the right way? Like, I don't. I have no idea. Um, okay. None. Zero at all. That's raw. Uh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and I think that that's been my, I mean, I've been working on that perspective shift forever. Like, you know, so many people tell you there's no such thing as failure. Whenever you fail, as long as you learn something, then learning is a win. And so it's win or win. And you're like, conceptually, I get it. And it still sucks to like not hit your sales numbers and not make a living. And have to go drive for Uber. Like that sucks. And yeah. by most accounts to people, you're like, I just failed at whatever plan I didn't execute or didn't make or whatever the reason was. <laughs> but honestly, this is I'm going to try to refrain from naming any names or making anything identifiable because these opinions are not held by anybody I'm associated with. They're just mine. <laughs> um, but Good if, disclaimer. Good disclaimer. <laughs> if a man that is in an executive suite of a specific industry can be quietly fired and then end up in court with mysterious sexual misconduct allegations that get settled quietly can still end up in an executive suite inside of that same industry. Yep. Failure does not exist. <laughs> Straight yeah. up does not exist. Yeah. Wow. Like you can climb your way back from literally anything. Um, and so how do you, so you, you don't know, like to talk to me more about that. 
how do you like not know? And you just, you just go like, like yeah. every day you wake up and you're like, put my feet down. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. These and are just, you just these are the, go. These are the outcomes that I want. These steps that I take would most likely move me towards those outcomes. So I'm going to today take those steps toward that. And it doesn't matter if they're the right steps. It doesn't matter if they actually work out. I'm not even worried about today. Do they work out in a week? Did they work out? It's in six months. Did they work out? Because I want to make sure the activities I'm doing are yielding the results I want. And so, you know, it's like worst case scenario, like, oh, okay. I said, I'm going to hit a million followers on social media and I posted today and it didn't work. And like you made one bit of progress. I definitely learned something about what resonated better with my followers or my editing style or whatever. And the fact is, if I didn't post, I wouldn't be any closer either. And so it's just like, I have to just let go of whether or not that step worked exactly how I wanted it to. And if the results were exactly what I would like them to be. And honestly, if I waddle my way over to something and it's like, oh, I don't want this or I don't like this. I've done it a million times by now. I walk away from it and I start something new. (laughs) Do you think the six months, is that like a a time that you actually were like conscious and setting that you do? Or is that like, you think you're going to hit the wall and like waddle in and either like it or not like it by six months? And then do you, do you like with different goals or directions that you're wanting to waddle to, are the, that timing different and how do you discern that? I mean, there's probably some level of difference on how quickly of a result you want. Like, you know, if you're trying to get your hair from dark black to blonde, those are different results than if you're trying to add highlights to your natural hair. Um, I know that's like such a girl reference, but but those are two different times to evaluate. Um, Mm -hmm. But for the most part, if the number one thing I see with people having been in the coaching role is that they never implement the great plans that they make. And so six months gives you enough time that you have had the time to implement the plan that you made. If you never executed it, then you didn't properly plan for the amount of time or leverage that you have. And at six months, if you never implemented it, it's time to redo the plan. It's time to make the plan smaller or more purposeful. Um, And if in six months you've implemented the plan perfectly and haven't gotten the results, well, it's time to change what the plan was. So it gives you two ways to look back at it, but you have to have enough time for the results to come in. It's like anything, like if you start working out and you give it four weeks, even six weeks, you're probably not (laughs) going to notice anything at all. I know they say like, there's some saying, I've seen it online where it's like six weeks for you to notice it and eight weeks for someone else or whatever. But like truly, honestly, you need six months to see something. And that holds true for like, I would say most things. That's really encouraging because I am so fucking impatient. (laughs) That's like what I always tell people, like that's the one virtue I wasn't blessed with was patience. (laughs) But like real talk, like I, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's like staying the course. Right. And for me, sometimes it's perspective shifting. Like I've been really, and I've told my whole team, like hold me accountable to not saying I have to, or I need to, and changing that verbiage to, I get to, because it's like, if I can forget the word, but 
And it become the very intentional word that I'm using instead of and, right? Then like I can do the same thing with get. And it's like taking something and like waddling through that because I know that that is like so deep rooted in my brain and it's going to change my worldview if I can just change those words. Like, you know, like Diana told us to, um, and, but like that right there is just a micro thing that I'm waddling through and it feels weird. Like it feels weird to, to do that. And, and that's what I know that I'm waddling. And so it's not that it's positive or it's negative. It's that, that like space in between when you're, <laughs> when you're growing. Yeah. A space in the middle. So like, I was really grateful for her to give us that smarter, smarter goals, like to measure and to do and. Yeah. to set things around, to kind of set accountability. And then the other thing too, I liked, like you were saying, Ashley, is how you focus on doing a good day's work and not on the results. Um, and that's, that's something else that I'm really on a personal level, like waddling through too, is like, you know, creating systems and ways of gauging my good day's work. Um, so I can continue to not tie my self-worth to my net worth. Um, which is really difficult to do, right? In sales, like it's really, yeah. really hard to to keep separate. So yeah, Katie, is there anything, anything that um, like any positive checkpoints that you that you look for to be like, okay, now I know, like I'm done waddling because like I've I'm here now. I was here and now I'm here. Um, or how do you, or do you think you were always in a state of waddle, or because like earlier it's kind of sounded like it was almost, you know like a not a fun place for you to sit in yeah so like it's interesting for me because I don't I only use waddle like very like that term is really only when I'm really struggling mm. with something um I think that we're constantly in a phase of figuring things out right and I actually really value that because it means that you're growing like if if you never feel like you're having to make decisions or learn something or figure something out, then like you're not growing and you probably are making decisions. It's just how to not care about going backwards. Um, yeah. But I, I don't, I don't call it waddling so much if it's mm. like a positive thing um, because to me it does have like a more negative connotation in my brain and that's only me. That's not saying like it's negative for you. It's just right. how my brain interprets it. Um, so like for me, I know there's a big, I can tell with how I'm feeling. I think a big one for me shows up in my journaling and the affirmations that I write for myself or I can tell. Um, I do a lot of check-ins with myself, but also like things like when I do my morning journal and I write down the things that would make it a great day or what affirmations do I need to give me the kind of day that I'm searching, oftentimes I can see reflected in what I need, how I'm doing and like the progress that I've made. Um, but a lot of mine are like, you know, like I said, I feel it most when I'm having trouble making a decision or seeing a decision. Um, and so I think once I get back on track, it's easy for me to tell him I'm, I might still be sorting through things or I might still be working through things, but I don't feel like I'm trudging so much because at least I'm in action. 
one way, Got you it. know? Yeah. So like, cool. So waddling faster on, yeah. tar- on target. <laughs> yeah. Like with purpose. Like you're, yeah. yeah. No, I feel that. That like, yeah, we're marching at that point, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, for me, I guess it's, I, I, I don't know. I guess it, like, it just kind of happens to get easier. Um, I don't really, I'm not really conscious of it either. That was kind of a really tough question to ask you. I try not to ask questions that I don't also like have an answer for. And that was a good <laughs> one. Some of the best ones. It's funny because I think sometimes you're waddling and you're waddling through something and then you don't realize you're not waddling through that anymore because you're now waddling through something different. Yeah. And you're like, oh, like having a team of people is great. What I'm waddling through right now is scaling the amount of growth that we have. And so it feels sometimes like a perpetual, like I think about it with hiking. When you get to like that little thing, you're, you're like, there's the peak and you get to the top and you're like, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> that was not the peak it's over there now yeah <laughs> like, you know um so that's what I think of it like like you just get to this little peak and you're like we made it everything's gonna be easy from now on and then you're like oh <laughs> Dude, you know and I I appreciate that because I also think some of mine are are like with the calendar like it takes me like a year to do something and then I'm like okay that was fun let's make it better and then like, I like do something different. And, and that's, that's what I think, like why I'm feeling so uncomfortable right now is just that it's the new something different and it's, it's my comfortable place, which is my business, um, that I'm feeling it right now. And it's, it's, you know, I, I you know, it's interesting. Cause I think I've been like subconsciously like choosing areas of my life and I kind of like rotate them around. Right. Like yeah. as you go, um, through and hallelujah I can focus on one thing right yeah. now and not have you know 50 million things to have to waddle through at once right like that's a good perspective shift to have yeah, well and I think so on that point last year I was feeling real I was in a really bad space and mm. I felt like I was waddling through all of life and I felt very almost hopeless about a lot of things And remember I did that 75 care and it was like my version of a 75 hard, but not really hard at all. It was just basically bringing me back to like actual taking care. It was things like eat three things that resemble a meal a day. And like, it was very, like very loose, but I did it to get myself back on track to see what I needed to focus on and where I could focus. And what it got me to was like, okay, I'm not happy with the way I look right now. And I know that health needs to be a priority. And also that revealed some other things that would fix some of my mental health that I was struggling with and things that would make me a better partner and a better mother. And so those took priority. And so doing something like that was it made me be able to rank the things in order of priority so that I could focus on what I needed to. Because I think you're exactly right, Biz, that we rotate through a few things. And sometimes we auto set to like whatever's comfortable or we know, oh, if there's a small shift here, it'll be okay. And like you and I differ on this. I very much love change. Like I crave it. Um, And so I get really excited when things are new or different or foreign. Um, that's why I need you in my life more right now, Katie. I'm going to tap, 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 tap in to that lifeline. 
Yeah. It's, it's like, I trust that it's good for me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it like, is. it's like, I trust that it's good for me, but it is like, yeah, I trust <laughs> that it's good for me <laughs> that over and over and over again that, you know, that you're always like those affirmations that like everything is always on time. Yeah. You know, and it's like, like trusting myself in that instead of being this crazy chicken with my head cut off, which is what feels normal. And it's yeah. like, okay, I don't want to feel that way anymore. So I have to give it a certain amount of time, you know, to keep going is what Ashley's telling me. But like six months, Ashley, it's a long time. Yeah, it's I mean, not. six months can feel like a long time, but um, I don't know. I, I could do six months. I feel like I need like what is it like the seventy-five days people talk about to make a habit or something like 66 that. For 66. A habit. Sixty-six. Gosh. I mean, yes, and I find that first of all, getting older and with kids, time goes so fast. Yeah. Uh, when I keep so I keep a handwritten calendar out uh just so I can really visualize the month and I can sit there and I can have like the days that the kids are out of school because there's so many of those and I will forget <laughs> them and be like well, what do you mean you're not going to school today I have things to do <laughs> so I have to keep that and it's like a little month-long picture and so each month I'm just staring at these this month that goes flying by because it's like this week holy cow this week is busy i'm doing this this is and oh my gosh this week just ended what's happening next week okay we're going through this 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 and this okay and then i'm like oh my gosh in i i'm already turning to march and scheduling things in march because we've got birthday party invitations you know like things come up so i've got march open on my calendar and so i'm already three months into the year on whatever i said i was gonna do so you know to be like it's not working or I'm not sure if I can keep going. You're like, you're almost there. <laughs> like I'm very much a, you know, it's almost March and March is basically spring. And so that means that after <laughs> spring comes, it'll be April. And then by April, the weather's getting really nice. And then it's May. And you know what happens in May? It's almost summer. So it's practically <laughs> summer right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, this like is how degrees and snowing outside in Denver. <laughs> yeah. This is how my brain. So I, I worked in retail management for a long time and I worked in a jewelry store and we would hire seasonal employees and we would hire like 50 of them. And hiring started in like late August or early September. And so by late July, early August, I had to put together all of my um, like job postings and make my forecasts and stuff for the store. And I had to make sure that I had my office supplies and all of my inventory orders in and stuff. And so in July, I needed to make sure that that was done. And in June, I needed to touch base with the rest of my leadership to make sure that they were in place and have my hiring strategy. And so like, we would do all of that, get through the holidays, get through January, then we had inventory, then uh, Valentine's Day. And so we really had like, I used to call it March to May was like really my working season. And the rest of it, I was like, well, it's basically Christmas. <laughs> It'd be like April 1st. I'm like, it's basically Christmas. <laughs> it's already <Yeah>. here. <laughs> I know. I feel that way too. And I got like hyper focused on time and it was like on where I was spending anything. And honestly, I think that that's, maybe a big part of the shift that I'm feeling right now. I mean, like we've talked about the people that I've hired and the leverage that I've created. And now it's like, 
I have that space on my calendar to where I'm able to do things differently. And it feels so foreign. Like it, it's so different, but it's like, I know this is good, but yeah. it's so different. Um, so like committing to six months for, to see how something will work out. Doesn't mean you're committing to six months of this feeling. Like this is Ooh, the point. very first steps of it. Right. It feels Thanks. very new. It won't feel new. It still may feel chaotic, but it won't feel as new. It'll feel more familiar, more comfortable. You'll learn to adjust and adapt. You're not six months of this feeling. You're six months of the process. Thank you for that, Katie. And also, like, I think I need to go back to the basics, too, with the time blocking on my calendar. And that's that's the piece of it, because I got I was like so accustomed to being pulled where I needed to be and not being able to be intentional and like deciding for myself, yeah. like somebody else was deciding for me. And then like I have no problem delegating so I I can decide for others. Um, but it, it's something weird about like deciding with myself again. But that's also part of where the integrator comes from. It's just a whole this is the waddled mess that Biz is in. So, like right now, guys, <laughs> here it is. Real talk. I'm shifting. I'm shifting. I'm waddling. Yeah. Waddle, 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 waddle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. And so I guess I'll know that it's good. Um, and and like that's the thing too. It's like I think it is good. It just like it's been so long since I felt good, you know? Yeah. Um and that's, that's where it's good to check in with people so that they can tell you that it's good. I mean, uh, people also get really hooked on familiar feelings, even when they're bad, right? So like yeah. things can feel familiar and comfortable because they're familiar and they're not what's best for you. And if you take stock of it, you don't even like it and it's familiar. So you nope. keep it around. And so parting ways with that is difficult and scary and hard and you have to decide what's more important, the end result or your temporary comfort. Boom. Mm. I don't know one. what's more. It's, mm, but we're, we're, <laughs> we're talking about what's more important. You're the, the, that's where I'm at, though, because it is it is more important for me than the momentary discomfort because it's been three years of discomfort. Yeah. And you know, the balance between that. Right. And that's why, like, I think sometimes I feel like it's this monumentous shift when in actuality it's, it's like not, and that that's like me, like catastrophizing it um, when I make it feel like this huge thing. But I, I think, or, and it is such a huge thing for me because I'm learning to sit in confidence instead of like running away from fear. Yeah. If that's, that's like, if I could call the waddle and like that, that's what I feel like I'm in right now. And it's beautiful and it's terrifying and it's scary because there are other people involved. And at the same time, that's like what makes it so beautiful. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's that's ways I think for me when I can know that the waddle is good for me is when the hard has purpose and the good 
has abundance um, to be shared with others. And that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. Right. I'm so glad that's on a recording. <laughs> and, like, um, and so, so that's, that's what it is, but it's like checking in with myself and like journaling through that and like, am I okay? Like, am I still breathing? Is this, uh? <laughs> um, and like, Hey, I really, I hate that we were sick and everything. Cause like we, I've really kind of grown accustomed to checking in with you guys so often. I know. And doing this, you know, like it's it's good to see you. <laughs> Hashtag sorry, everyone who can't. <laughs> <laughs> what one of the most informative panels I've ever been to was actually hosted just in my local office, and it was a panel of agents that owned mega like mega mega teams. They were all doing over a hundred million, and you know, by all accounts, super successful, and always seemed very well put together and like in control and every and one of the the panel leader asked them has there ever been a time you wish that you could just walk away from it all and every single one of them said practically every day practically really? every day i look at things and i think i could probably make the same amount of money by myself i would have less to be in charge of and it would probably be a little easier but I would be costing all of my, all of the people I love in my life, their positions, their jobs that they feed their families with. And I'd be, you know, unable to do X, Y, Z. Like each one kind of had a different reason behind why they run these big teams and employ all these people and surround themselves with these people. Um, but it was just like so comforting to hear these people say like, oh yeah, like I constantly want to burn it down. <laughs> like. Yeah, that is actually really encouraging because <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, I don't want to burn anything down. It's just like, it's weird because I'm talking about it more and like even talking to y'all about it here in this recording, you know, like we were talking about earlier how it's, it's like a, you know, scrapbook of where we are. But it's it's makes it so real whenever there's so many people that like believe in you. And um, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's really, yeah, that that's really powerful. That's a powerful motivator to waddle. It is, yeah. and it's Honestly, beautiful. A lot of times it's like I would rather maybe that's sometimes why I don't go to a board of directors. I would rather people not believe in me. <laughs> yeah, well, like <laughs> like real talk though, like real talk, because like. It's, you know, but that's how you grow and like growing through it and, and these things, it just takes so much courage to, to do even the small stuff. Like what Katie's talking about, like the three meals a day, you know, like it takes such yep. courage to make those decisions for yourself and, and do it. And it's not always fun, um, but that's life, right? Like yeah. just is what makes it fun is who you do it with and, and get to waddle waddle with, at least for me with that. And, you know, and it's, it's interesting. Cause like, I also am trying to protect myself too, because I think I swayed too far into caring about other people and letting other people make decisions. And that's why it feels kind of foreign now. Um, yeah. yeah. Have y'all ever done that? Does that make sense? Would you, would you agree with that? For the first 28 years of my life, 30 years of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever find yourself like tipping back or was it like a, once you made the corner, like you're like, I can't look back. Like this is the only way I'm going now. 
I, I can't. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So that's how I'll know too. when I'm like suddenly like this completely. <laughs> and you know what is, I think that that's what it is when, cause I fought so hard to not do that anymore. That when I feel like I'm not making a decision or I'm stuck and I get that waddling feeling, I think that's why I get a pit in my stomach because I feel like I'm no longer making the decisions for my life. Mm. Mm. And it's like, it's very unsettling to me. Yeah. I get like slothy and it's like, <laughs> like fine. Like you're, yeah. Mm. Thanks Katie. I need a good like phrase at that, like uh, to hang on to. I need some, I need to make some art. I need to put some Ooh. stuff. I want to make some stained glass phrases. I, yeah. I can attempt I, to crochet something for you. Ooh, do it. So, so far I can do a narwhal. Yes. <laughs> it's a nervous narwhal. narwhal. I would love a Katie original. Yes. <laughs> I will love it forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, um, thanks. I feel like way encouraged. I, I like really do like, thanks guys. It's like, it, it's the, it's the good type of encouragement because I, it's not too big. Like it's just enough that I need to do like the next right thing. Hashtag yeah. not video. But, yeah. <laughs> you know what, you know, what keeps playing in my head and I wanted to bring this up earlier, but I think it makes sense now too. Um, you know, as we, and I know we just released our recap of the Diana thing, but there was so much more to that event. Like obviously Diana was incredible, but really just those couple days were really awesome. And I kept thinking about, and I, I talked to a couple people, again, this is how I work with some of my board of directors. I say things that play on repeat in my brain because uh, sometimes it's because I'm a words of affirmation person. And so if something felt good, you know, I'll like think about it forever. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I'm like, do you think there's more to this? And um, I told a couple of people how cool it was to me that James Shaw kept coming up to us and repeatedly saying that he loves that we're doing this podcast. And James very much loves Ashley. And, you know, so I was like, okay, well, I'm sure that he's happy that that she's doing something cool and having fun. And like, obviously it's going to be great because she's involved in it and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I saw this picture uh, during one of my endless scrolling periods while I was dead to the world. And it was him with his daughter and everything clicked and shock of all shocks. I started crying because I was like, no, we talked so much about Diana being the one who went before and like, all these women that we now get to look up to who do the thing, right? And whatever that may be. And I was like, no, he loves that we're a group of women doing what we want to do. And so mm -hmm. I think that like as we waddle through things and as we try to make decisions or figure out what that is, I'm always one who says like stick true to your mission, find out what your mission is, you know, go after your why, whatever. And also remember that by trying to figure it out and diligently trying to do the ne the next right thing like we are setting the right tone for the people who come after us 
That's a wild thought. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what happens when I don't talk to anybody for like four days. <laughs> I know. Well, I know. It's a wild thought. And like, thank you for saying it, Katie. Thank you for sharing that and not keeping that quiet because like I had the same thought. Like I don't even know really Jace Shaw is. So I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, thanks, Ashley. Now someone else knows who I am because of my friends, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, um, like that. But like, no, I have a cool picture of Mark King in my phone, don't I? Like, <laughs> you know, um, you know, it's just it's yeah. Wow. Wow. That is encouraging. That's really encouraging. I don't even want to, like, say anything else besides that, Katie. It's like a beautiful <laughs> way of ending this this conversation. Yeah. Um, to, to like go out on that. And I, I, I really do. I want to leave it there. <laughs> so um, is there anything, any last minute thoughts for you, Ashley? Are you I was good? just going to say, as usual, Katie's taking us to church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's it for today, ladies. <laughs> Thank you for listening to all of our people. And please don't forget to like, like us and leave a review um, if you leave a review and then we see you at family reunion, we have a special surprise. Um, uh, we've, we've been working on, on some cool, cool stuff ideas. Um, and, uh, we really appreciate it. It, it does make a difference. Um, so yeah, so thanks. <laughs> <laughs>